Hey guys, my name is Oliver Saunders. Welcome to the Bigger Than Us podcast. Super excited about the guest that I have on the show today. Um, I have known her for a very long time. We have been through a lot of different situations, ups and downs, but it's only brought us closer at the end of the day. Um, you would know her as Fancy from the Jamie Foxx show or Garcelle Beauvais from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Welcome to the show, Mom. Thank you, honey. I am so excited to be here with you tonight and to kick off this amazing journey that you're going to go on. Thank you. Um, I'm super proud of you, and I think you have so much to share with the world, so many stories, and uh, from triumphs to, you know, failures, which is life. And so I'm so excited for you. Well, thank you, Mom. I really appreciate it. Um, I know that you've been a very busy woman. You've been trending every other day. Um, you're t between your THC dinners, relationships with Dorit. <laughs> By the way, it was not my dinner. <laughs> you were just a part of it. You were just a part of the dinner. It was just a part of it, and I did not partake. <laughs> well, you know what? I just want to say thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule um, to kicking this off. You know, this is the very first episode of Bigger Than Us. Um, it's, it's a very... I've I've been working on this for a while now. Um, I can't wait to share just different, different parent scenarios and different um, situations from different parents, different kids, and we could all just talk about it and you know, and um, share share what we've learned as parents, as people, um, as you know, families, and everything like that. I think it's an amazing thing. I think it's an amazing thing. What? what? It's the hardest job on the planet. Yes. But it's the most rewarding job on the planet. I completely agree. I am uh, low on sleep right now, but that is not that's not the part that we're talking about. So I would like to ask you a few questions, if you don't mind. Um, what is the most important advice that you would give to a new, a new parent? The most important advice I would give to a new parent is not only patience, which is what most people say. I think it's being open enough to grow with your child. Um, I've learned that this past, uh, you know, year, you know, although, you know, Jax, your brother, mm -hmm. um, has really taught me a lot. I think it's being open. I think, you know, we tend to want to be perfect in our kids' eyes, but we're not perfect, right? Absolutely. So I think it's okay to show some flaws. I think it's okay to be human um, with your kids and, you know, continue to grow. I don't think we're ever done learning. I think that... And I, I've I, learned a lot from Jacks. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that you made a great point, and I would say that with my own style of parenting, um, I'd like to sort of make it more relatable and sort of make it, you know, I'm not this perfect person. I am just trying my best from day to day. And I am just, you know, because I genuinely love my son. Um, I pour everything that I have into him. Yes. Um, but I don't, yeah, thank you. Thank you. And I just, you know, I don't want, I don't want him to think that he has to be perfect. I don't want him to think that he has to be at some certain standard. I just want him to be happy. I want him to be successful um, and move forward in life. I think that, I think that the part that you said is very, very incredible about the part that um, you just have to be real. You just have to be real. And, you know, there are times when I go to bed and I feel like, OK, I really did a good job today. I was patient. I listened. Yeah. I was, you know, aware and involved. And then there are nights that I go to bed that I feel like I didn't do great. I didn't do well. But I have another opportunity tomorrow. And I think, you know, I also didn't grow up where parents apologized to their kids right. and said, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. I'm sorry if I was short. 
and I didn't take the time to really hear what you have to say. And I think that's okay. I think it's another way of teaching your kids that you can be an adult and you can still apologize. It doesn't mean that you no longer have respect for me. I would think you'd have more respect for me because I, you know, I understood where I fell short and I'm trying to correct it. Absolutely. And that, that... I didn't always have it that well put together, you know, with books and working on self, you know, I feel like there were things that I could have done better with you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, But I think we got through some tough times. We did. Like you said, we are on the other end of it, but I think both of us, I would hope, have learned from just, you know, growing up together in a way, you I, know? I, I completely agree. I think that, um, you know, failure or being success, successful is something, you know, you could learn something from every single thing that you go through. So as long as you learn something from it, then I don't think that it was a wasted moment, whether you failed or whether you, you were successful at it. Um, I just think that, you know, it's just something that you just have to look at it differently. So one thing that you just brought up, which is very key to being a parent, is patience. What is, is, a, <laughs> what is a way that you find yourself, you get zen and you, you, you get into your patient mode um, when, when you're being tried. That's the hardest thing because especially as a parent, you're doing so many other things for the child, for the household in life. You're working, right? right. So you don't always have patience. So for me, it's taking a moment. I have a lot of essential oils in my bags, in my car, lavender. I, I may put a few drops of lavender in my hand and take a few deep breaths. Right. Um, that helps. But I think it's sometimes, you know, you can say, you know what? I'm having a hard day today. Right. To a child. Yeah. And I think it's okay because then they will know to use those words themselves. Right. Right. Exactly. Right? So, so you, you said an example with um, your actions more than your words, because I know with OJ, there's been certain times that I've done something, he said nothing about it, and then later in a week or something, he brings it up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I, I need to, I need to be on point because this boy Listen, is watching what I'm doing. There are books, there are all kinds of stuff, but I think it's just, in a way, it's trial by fire, and I feel like I am more appreciative of my parents because now I know what they went through, although. They didn't do it perfect, but right. I think they did the best they could with what they had. Right. And so, you know what? You already brought up a good topic that you were saying that um, that you felt like parents back in the day weren't as quick to apologize to their kids. I never got an apology for anything. Right. And and like you said, it wasn't as it, it wasn't the fact that they didn't genuinely have love for you or that they were sorry. It was just something that they didn't really express. What is something else that you would say that has changed since you were a child? Um, beatings. We don't beat our children. Right. <laughs> Right. Even though sometimes, even I though used sometimes to have to you're go like, get the oh. switch myself, right. I would have to get the belt myself, right? Or get it for one of my sisters and brothers, and like that's not okay, right? Um, so I think we don't do that anymore, and and I get it, and I get why we don't do it. I mean, I think the only time that I spanked you is because you were about to run in the street, right? And that was like a little swat in your butt. I wouldn't do that now. I think there are other ways, but that's one thing, you know, that I hope people don't do. And, you know, you know, you can 
it's hard sometimes, right? Yeah. But I think you shouldn't do that. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think that there are different ways. As as your kid gets older and stuff, you sort of figure out different ways that works for you and for them because every parent and every child situation is different. So something right. that may work for you and me may not work for you and Jax or you and yeah. Jade. And you sort of have to realize that I feel like you have to be real with everybody is different and everybody responds and reacts to different things differently. Yeah, maybe if it's a timeout, maybe it's taking something away. Maybe like, you know, Jade is sort of self-disciplined. He doesn't like confrontation. So he sort of like does his stuff so that he doesn't get in trouble, right? But right. then if he were to, then it's just talking to him is enough. Right, right. And it's funny. So today, um, you know, OJ is at the, OJ is at the age where he's talking a lot. He's, t- he's very, he's very vocal. Oh, I know. Yes, yes. He is very, he is very vocal about what he wants, what he needs and everything like that. And so, but sometimes there are points where I feel like he gets in this frustrated pocket where he's not actually able to explain exactly what he wants and he gets frustrated. And we had that, Sure. we had that, um, little moment today and it was stress frustrating for me it was frustrating for him um i had to take a little break and just go into the backyard and just take a couple seconds and then when i came in he took a nap and and then maybe he was a little bit tired you know maybe Mm -hmm. there were other things that played the factor but um it's just it's just it's so incredible because they're so smart and they're so good at communicating but at the same time they're still kids at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, just think about it. You as an adult, you get frustrated, right? And sometimes you can't find the words or you can't like, you don't know exactly what it is that's bugging you about something. You know, I think it's, the same and just in a little body. Absolutely. And let something cut into my nap time and I'm and I'm losing it. It's, it's, a, it's a very it's yeah. a very serious thing. <laughs> or if to you're me. hangry. Exactly. <laughs> hangry. Hangry is another one. Yeah. Um what is one of your greatest moments as a parent? Oh good lord, know, there's so I know many. That, I know. You, how about I mean, here? How about um how about I am sitting here with my oldest son, my and you are doing your thing. I mean, there's so many moments I can't pick one, but Seeing you come from the other side of where it was really hard to watch you go through the things that you went through and seeing you here on the other side of it, thriving, being a good dad, you're a good person. um, It's crazy. It doesn't get any better than this. It's crazy. I'll tell you one of my one of my favorite moments, and this is something that's just, you know, that's significant to me. Mm-hmm. Is you know, we've been we've been through we've been through a lot. Um, you know, I was out of control as a kid growing up, and as as I've gotten older and stuff, things have changed. But I remember the day that we were at my house and you were in my backyard, OJ was in the pool in the backyard, Cash, my dog was in the backyard, and everybody was just chilling we weren't doing anything special we were just enjoying each other and you guys were at my house and it's like wow you know i just it's just a testament that um anybody can turn their life around if they want to um it's all up to them and and you know taking the steps and doing what you have to do but um i wouldn't say that and you know you can't count anybody out and 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 if you want to do it you could do it there's not there's no difference between me and somebody else you know and that's that's another thing that i do want to um, share with this podcast that you know you don't have to be perfect you don't have to be doing great your whole life you don't have to have things <laughs> figured out um, you just try to be the best person you could be on a day-to-day basis and and continue to let the ball the ball roll you know yeah I agree I couldn't agree more 
I what? couldn't agree more. And I, I was a witness to that. I mean, I used to pray so hard that I thought God would be like, oh, my God, it's her again. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I, I know and that. here we are. I know. And you know what? I just want to say thank you so much for sticking by me. Um, you and the family have been amazing. I what else have... were we going to do? You're fa- we're family. Absolutely. You know, and it's easier said than done. Unfortunately, True. unfortunately, in some cer- certain situations. So I just want to say, you know, I love you. I, I appreciate you. And, and, it, and it shows, you know, with OJ and it's going to show to everybody else and my little brothers and stuff. And, you know, sometimes we have those talks about, you know, them growing up and, and making the right choices. And I tried to tell them, like, you know, I've been through certain things to try and I and I know about it so I could try to tell you about it. So you could either avoid it or you could do this or you could, you know, whatever, whatever fits for them personally. Yeah, agree. Um, what would you say? So it's it's so interesting to me that you could have the same parents, you could have the same upbringing, and you could be <laughs> two completely different people. Could you speak mm-hmm. on that a little bit? Yeah, I mean, if someone would have told me, I feel like, you know, having twins, you know, I used to dream as a little girl that I would have twins for some reason, but I... I imagine them, they would be two girls and I would dress them up with little bows, little dresses. That's not the I case. didn't get the entire fairy tale, but I got two amazing boys. Yes. And having, you know, other than you, I never had another child until those two came into my world, right? Yeah. And so I thought they would be very similar being twins. Obviously, they're fraternal. They're not identical, but they are their own person. Mm-hmm. They are very different. Yes. And I remember I did a a mommy and me class with the twins because uh, this woman had two sets of twins. She was doing this class and I thought, okay, let me go and learn. And and she said something to me. She said, don't let anybody label them. Like if you're at the park and one's crying, she would say, don't let somebody come up and say, oh, that's the cranky one or that's the happy one or that's the smart. She goes, don't let anybody label them. Whoever they see at that time, that's who they are right then and that moment, right? I love that. And then she said, if you can, have family and friends send two different birthday cards or two different birthday gifts if they can. And just to, you know, not always lump them together as twins. So as you know, we sing happy birthday twice. We take turns on who we sing happy birthday with, you know, first. And those were really interesting advice that I got because I had never been mother of twins and it was just to keep you know their identity separate and we were able to do that and boy are they different I I think I think that that's a huge huge part of parenting I think that you know even and and you know um OJ on you know on his mother's side has siblings and stuff like that so I think that um it's an interesting it's an interesting little area where you have to do somewhat of sharing but then also Mm -hmm your own independence because you are your own person. And I remember when they split classes and they split friends and stuff like that, they started thriving because they're not in each other's shadow. They're not competing with one another. You know, Jade is Jade, Jax is Jax and, and, and it's different. And I, and I do, and I do appreciate that. And that's a, that's the thing that I think that is an amazing thing that you do with the boys. And I, I would hope that other people would think of doing if it works for them, just yeah. because that independence is something key. I feel like it really gives you confidence. It really, mm-hmm. it really helps you later in life with a lot of things. Yeah. I really realized, I mean, I felt like they, they, they were thriving once they separated from school. Right. Not that they weren't great together, but it just gave them, 
like you said, not in each other's shadow. They had different friends, different interests in sports. Right. Makes my life a little crazier, but it's okay. Yeah, absolutely. You know, dropping off at two different schools, di- two different pickups, different, you know, all that. Well, I just want to say that you are an amazing mother, an amazing mm-hmm. role model, an amazing actress, Thank model, you, everything that you do. Um, Thank you. Uh, we Thank have you. big shoes to fill, and we are just trying to um, live up to that and make you happy <laughs> at the end of the day. Just be happy and continue throbbing. That's all I care about. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Mom, for being on this episode. Thank of you for course. kicking off the first episode of Bigger Than Us podcast. I am super excited to have you. I love you so much. We'll have I you again. I love you so much. I will be back on the 100th episode. There we go. I love it. That's a deal. I love you so much. Thank you for I everything. I love you so much, baby. Have a great Bye. night. Bye. So proud of you. Thank you. <laughs>